The name of this podcast is called Read a Book. And the book we are reading is called The War on Kids, How American Juvenile Justice Lost Its Way by Kara H. Drennan. Chapter 3, Legal and Policy Paths to Juvenile Incarceration. At 17, Andre Lyle and a high school classmate in Des Moines, Iowa, fought over a bag of marijuana. During the fight, Andre punched his schoolmate and seized the bag for which Andre had paid $5 one day earlier. As a result of the altercation, Andre was charged with and convicted of second-degree burglary and sentenced to 25 years in prison, seven of which he was required to serve before he was eligible for parole. In 2014, the Iowa Supreme Court held that mandatory minimums like the one that sent Andre away have no legitimate application to children and that juvenile sentences must be tailored to the individual case. Iowa, though, is the only state in the union that has taken such a position, and mandatory minimums are the norm nationwide. Equally common in this nation today are punitive school policies that render even even offenses that we think of as inane juvenile schoolyard conduct the basis for serious criminal charges. This chapter explains that if some demographic factors make crimes one destiny, certain policies and laws make the destiny a reality. Specifically, this chapter identifies four fault lines and exposes children to criminal justice system and its harsh, off-the-life-altering consequences. One, the school-to-prison pipeline. Two, transfer laws that remove youth from juveniles' court jurisdiction, often without judicial oversight. Three, ineffective assistance of counsel for juveniles accused of crime. And four, the use of generally applicable mandatory minimums to sentence juveniles. Chapter three demonstrates the sobering fact that a juvenile's first interaction with the law, whether legitimate or permanent, may seal his or her their fate as a criminal.